Hello ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to The Midnight. Today I have a very special guest on the show. I the have IQ. a hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hey, what's going on? My name is Sam. Yeah, yeah, everybody. This is Sam. It's alright. You know, it adds extra flavor if, if there's fuck-ups, Sam. <laughs> Makes it seem real, like we're real humans. Exactly. So how are you doing this morning? I'm good. Woke up, ate breakfast, did the routine, showered, brushed my teeth, all that good shit. I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. I ate a piece of toast and smoked a cigarette. That was that was my morning. It was great. It was fucking, fucking amazing. Top tier. So Sam, Sam, my yes. good friend in um in Christ. I would like um. So I I believe we were uh we were here to talk. Uh, talk about your, you know, uh, recently I've kind of been on this paranormal binge on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I have a new episode coming out soon interviewing um, paranormal investigators, and there will be a video of me going into a house uh, a, a, uh, ruled by the Vatican that is unholy. It's on burial grounds Ooh. and everything. We're going to spend two Ooh, nights. Keys. Oh, Sorry, my God. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, we're good. I, I thought my microphone died. Um, but yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah, guys, yeah, be excited for that. Anyways, um, back to obviously the current episode at hand. We're here to uh, speak with Sam about some of his um, misdiscrepancies with the dead, I suppose. So, uh, I guess I started off with my very first paranormal encounter ever. Uh, I don't remember it firsthand, but my entire family does because they were there. It was when my uncle, uh, his Theo Biz was his name, he apparently loved me to death. He would drive two hours every weekend to see me on Sundays because that was church day. We would go to church, stuff like that. Um, one day on his way to me, I think I was like eight, nine years old, not, not nine years old. I was nine months old. On his way to see me, he died in a tragic car accident, rest his soul. He didn't wear a seatbelt, unfortunately. All you kids out there wear your seatbelts. And he passed away on the spot on collision. Uh, a week later, uh, the, 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 what was it called? The funeral was three days after. A week later, he, uh, my me, my mom, and my grandmother, they were like talking in the bathroom. They were giving me a bath. I was like, you know, a little baby, I can't handle myself. And they heard these this like voice behind them. And before they heard the voice, I was like looking up, but the bathroom, the bath was like faced on the opposite wall of the door of the entryway. And I looked up behind my mom and my grandma as they were giving me a bath. And I kind of just had this horrified face on, I like the most terrified face a baby can have facing at the doorway. And my mom looked at me, I was like, what's wrong? And she heard a voice breathing behind her. As soon as she heard it, she, she, she and her grandma both screamed. They ran out the room. Her, their flip-flops flew around the room because they were running around, running around so fast. And when they went downstairs. An hour later, they finally got the balls to go back upstairs. And when they went upstairs, there was no water in the tub. Everything was dry. And the chunk clouds or the flip-flops were nice and neatly put in the corner. So I believe and they believe that my uncle was trying to, like, contact me and didn't know how or whatever. Oh, Dios mio. That's, yeah, that's great. That's fucking... That is disturbing. I'll, I'll be honest. Um, I I have um, not necessarily a similar story, but Mike Theo, um, my um, he, he was uh, he passed away unfortunately 
um, a few years back. Oh, um, I have a, um, something kind of similar with a tío of mine. Um, unfortunately, um, he enjoyed, um, fucking working in construction and inhaling insulation, she rock dust, kills, all that stuff, um, without a mask, you know, and after about 40, 50 years of doing that, um, you know, it eventually kind of caught up with him. At this time, I was, uh, still in school, so I, I put my head down in school, and, um, I go to sleep, and he hugs me and, and says goodbye in my dream, and I thought that was really weird. I wake up, at this time, he is, um, in the hospital, it was, it kind of hit him like a bus randomly out of nowhere, um, mm-hmm. and so I get up, and I'm like, what the fuck, I need to go see my uncle, you know, he's in, was in the hospital, I saw him yesterday, he seemed he was, like he was okay, um, so we get to the hospital, uh, well, so I get checked out, and my mother tells me that he unfortunately passed away, you know, um, <clears throat> and we, we get there, and like, fucking his mouth started moving and he was like he was dead he was like pale and all that shit um and that was weird like not super aggressive movement obviously that would be very disturbing (laughs) but he did start to like the mouth started to fucking open and close kind of non-stop and i you know i'm not too sure if that was just nerves or anything but it, it is strange to me how it seemed like I almost knew he was gonna die or knew he was dead before I was told. Um, so yeah, that that's my experience with an uncle of mine. Very spooky, very, very profity. It sounds, sounds almost like a vision. Yeah, yeah, that was very odd, odd. And I, I get that about almost anyone close to me. If if I'm heavily thinking about someone for almost no reason, there is every single time some something's wrong. Um, like if, let's say, my sister's in my head for no reason, yeah. and we haven't talked in months, there's no reason that I'd really be thinking about her heavily, and it's just thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking, kind of like a fingernail scratching at me, um, nonstop, just really aggravating, and I'll call her, and there's something wrong. Or, and it's like that with um, with everyone, or, you know, like pedophiles. For example, um, I always know. We're just bad people in general. I always know if someone's lying to me face to face over like call or anything. It's kind of hard to tell. I don't know if that's like a sixth sense, or if it's just me being smart. You know, I'm not. I'm not too sure. Hmm. The thing with the um, the thing with that is that's strange. With the pedophilia stuff, there's always some type of body language or just a, a, like a sixth sense you have about someone that you can read off them. That kind of gives them a, a, why are they acting like that towards kids? So maybe that kind of explains it. But the other stuff, the only explanation I can think of is some type of psychological connection or something like spiritual, because that's very strange. Yeah, it's yeah. Interesting. It's interesting. Very interesting, I, I believe so. And um, so, so me and Sam here, I, I believe we both have um, something in common with the people we're with, don't we? Don't oh, good heavens. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, so me and Sam news to him. have been blessed with falling in love with people who are in cults and are, you know, a little bit eccentric when it comes to their beliefs, I suppose you could say. 
Yes. So I guess I'll start off because you have the more very interesting stories to tell. Um, my girl, current wifey, uh, her name is Nicole. Don't dox her. She is, uh, she's pagan. So she believes in all gods. And the thing is, she believes in God, the one and only. But she also believes in like Loki and Thor and Zeus and all the other sub gods <laughs> and stuff and deities. So like Persephone, um, even the ones that are like in different multiverses and shit like Marvel, she believes in all them. She believes that they are all equal power. So like God and Zeus have the same amount of power. Persephone and Poseidon have the same amount of power. They're all equal to each other. She also believes in things like potions. She makes. She told me one time she was feeling down, so she made a potion to make herself feel better. When we, we were together for our first week, she felt insecure about herself, so she made a potion to make herself feel like more encouraged and positive, and she said it worked. Now, I went over to her house one time. I think it was the second time I went over because she said she wanted to do some like, she wanted to do like a, a reading in the same room as me because I told her that Christians, like real Christians, the ones who like really go to church and they really believe in um, the fact that it doesn't matter what other religions do to you, as long as you believe in Christ and rebuke it, it doesn't apply to you. Because all those other religions and stuff, they do have power. This is what I believe. They do have power, but that power is given to them by Satan and demons and stuff like that. I believe the only true power comes from God. So I was in the same room with her. She was doing her ritual and she did a thing where she held, she held a crystal uh, on a string rotating over a board. She asked it a question. The crystal would slowly rotate like a pendulum and then it would stop and move back and forth on the answer. I asked it a question and held it and the motherfucking thing started shaking all over the place. Not like a lot, a lot, but it started like jumping up and down a little bit. And she was like, huh, that's strange. And I was like, it seems like the demons are mad at me. <laughs> they, they are. They, you know, they don't like this <laughs> shit, man. Because um, I did, I did like a little prayer beforehand. Like, God protect me. I, I'm only doing this to show my girlfriend that this stuff is given power by demons and it doesn't really work. And then I did it. And I was like, I want to show you that. Demons are gonna be motherfucking angry at me, and I did it, and that motherfucker didn't stop moving. I was jumping up around all over the place. I told her like, it's a, it's a little sus. Definitely, definitely is a little, a little bit sus. So, oh my god, with mine, <laughs> she was raised that way, which is very uncommon. At least now, I'm sure in like ten years, there's gonna be a whole generation of satanists and oh yeah pagans and wiccans you know um, with this upcoming gen z uh fucking dumbasses you know satan is um, progressive and gay <laughs> satan is woke <laughs> um but she does stuff like um like her and her family have little get-togethers with friends she doesn't call it a cult that is literally a cult People, a bunch of people getting together all wearing the same outfits like one of them i went to a barbecue one time and they were like one of them started humping a tree saying they felt the energies in the trees which was you sure they weren't you sure they weren't a hippie i no, they were genuinely <laughs> like lilith is in this tree i don't know if you know who lilith is oh. i guess it's like a feminine thing whatever the hell the god of femininity and being a feminist, I guess. Um, but they get together and they do full-on rituals. They'll grow up and they'll 
go out in their garage and draw a full fucking pentagram on the ground, put candles all around it. They, it takes like 10 hours to set up because they really like completely decorate the room with a bunch of weird shit. And, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and they do all that. And the last time I was over there, the reason why I don't go over there anymore or really associate with their family, they don't like me much. Um, baby, if you're listening, I love you very much. Please don't be mad. <laughs> Um, they, uh, they fucking, <clears throat> I was there, you know, just chilling on the couch, whatever. Uh, they have, I do, do you know what a Dybbuk box is? A Dybbuk box? I know, I do not. It's supposedly a demon in a box. Like they have a bunch of pictures and like weird shit, creepy shit in a box. And there, there's a quote unquote demon in the box, supposedly. I'm sitting there and the box fucking fell off a high shelf and I'm like well you know that could have just been by anything you know who knows right that could like I'm a very I have a very scientific thought you know if, if something is not an absolute then I'm not gonna really get too creeped out by it um, yeah and then it just fucking slid across the floor and I'm like well I'm not fucking touching that and I <laughs> left I literally I literally left I'm, I'm, I didn't say anything to anyone I just turned around and left that seems like the appropriate response, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm not one of those white bitches in a horror movie that wants to explore oh. that shit. Guys, we should open the box. Maybe there's a magnet inside that's moving it. No, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't want to find out what's in there. Um, I... Sorry, what were you going to say? Oh, nothing, nothing. Uh, I do believe in holy relics. I don't know if I believe in cursed items. That is, cursed items are a possible for me, possibly. I do believe in things like the original nails from Jesus's cross and his, and like traces of his blood on the wood, from the wood splinters from the cross. I do believe those have power, but I don't know about possessed things like the boxes. I do think like demons and stuff manipulate those items, but I don't know if they can actually possess them. That's weird. Yeah, it's strange. Like, how are you going to put a demon in a box? Just send it back to hell. I feel like that'd be a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Burn that, baby. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I have, like, an interesting story. This is not my story or anything. Back in the 60s, um, I'm sure you're aware of the Vatican um, and its right of exorcism. It's right of exorcist. Um, the Vatican yeah. have investigators for the church, folks, to everybody listening. Um, they... Send the investigators out nine times out of ten, probably more than that. It's just a fake or a farce. Um, but very few times, it's it's very true. So this man wanted to get away from his father, who was a mortician. This is a true story. If you guys have a Netflix subscription, I do recommend the movie. Same to you, Sam. It's called The Right. Um, mm, okay. It's a true story. At the end, there's an interview with the guy. He was an atheist when he joined the church. He just wanted to get away from his father. Um, he was a complete atheist, um, but because he scored high on everything. And so he emails the, his head priest, whatever the hell that, whatever you call that, it's not a bishop or a pope of seminary school. And he emails him and he's like, well, you know, I don't know if I really believe in this stuff or anything like that. You know, I, I just wanted to get away from my father. I used this as an escape. So the priest sits him down. He's like, well, we'll charge you with the money. We're sending you to Rome to, to the Vatican to get the right of exorcism just so we can show you that this does exist. 
so fast forward, you know, a couple months, he is there. He does not receive, he's still very iffy about it, questioning exorcisms, questioning all that. He meets a girl, a pregnant woman, who, I, are you aware of Baphomet? Baphomet? Baphomet. Yes. Baphomet? The goat guy. Yeah. The Egyptian god or? I, I don't know what he is, honestly. Okay, no, I don't. Well, he's if I he's fairly popular. Um, that's like the main one my girl is attached to, I guess. Um, and he goes in exorcisms. I guess take months and months and months. It's not always a success. Um, because you really gotta work the demon because you have to get its name to have power over it supposedly. Um, mm-hmm. so they go on and <clears throat> he's like, well, it's got to be fake. She's just psychologically troubled. She starts talking English, her jaw dislocates, and she literally bends over. They still have these nails, and you know this man isn't lying because he was an atheist from before that was questioning everything, and they still, they've shown the emails. It's all very true. There's a lot of proof behind all this. She coughed up three nails, um, which we believe um, <clears throat> uh, symbolizes, you know, uh, Christ, how he was hung on the cross. Yeah. Um, and like after that, he obviously believed and became an exorcist and there, there's a lot of other details to that story, but turns out, um, once they finally finished the exorcism, it turned out the demon's name was Baal. Now in Wiccan, Pagan and Satanism, they changed, um, Baal to Baphomet. That way, when you look, cause if you look up Baal, all you find is bad things. You look up Baphomet, you don't. Um, it's kind of a way of manipulating those churches, and that is the truth. That's a fact. That's not something you can debate, guys. Um, you cannot debate facts, unfortunately. But um, <laughs> he I think half your viewership. What? Sorry, no. I was gonna say I think half your viewership just got angry at that and left. But continue. Maybe, maybe, but fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I got enough people as it is. Um, so he, he reveals his name, it's Baal, um, and Baal was the original name of this demon. He ends up killing the girl, killing her baby. Um, she just randomly bleeds out in a, because she was freaking out. They sent her to a hospital, um, and she died just randomly. Her baby was ripped to shreds. No one knows how. Jesus. Um, And, and yeah. And so these Vatican guys are is they have ruled the place that i'm going in a few weeks fucking unholy and that's great so fuck me don't don't get pregnant beforehand your baby might get ripped to shreds (laughs) well it killed her too but it turns out that it is the same demon that um people will possibly like your girlfriend my girlfriend or wiccans or pagans all across the world worship um and that is the demon they worship And he does things like that. So, just a great stand-up guy, honestly. I the, the three nails is is what intrigued me. Uh, not the ripped-up baby, interesting enough. The three nails, uh, things in... Uh, blah, blah, blah. Pagans and Christians and exorcists, they all agree that... Well, I say pagans as in pagans and atheists and other people like that who believe in things like this. Uh, not atheists, I don't know, what am I talking about? They all agree that three symbolizes either Christianity, if it's done by something holy, or three, if it's done by something evil or demonic or whatever they worship, is meant to mock Christianity. Because I remember yes. back, have you ever seen The Exorcist? 
Yes, I have. The apparently the people who were playing the the husband and the wife who were exorcists. The wife had like visions and she could see things that normal people couldn't. They were real people back then who actually went around to colleges and taught exorcism and taught about Christianity and demons. And they got approval by the Vatican to go and perform exorcisms. They came to the consensus that demons do things like stop clocks at three. They knock three times. They make three footsteps. They open, they slam doors three times. Anything that symbolizes three demons do it to mock Christianity. Cause you know, Jesus Christ and the Holy spirit, they like Jesus God and the Holy spirit. That's three. It's a Trinity. Trinity is a very holy number. That's, That's great. That's just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I'm fucked. You know that, right? I'm fucked. If if you don't hear from me, you know what happened. I'll, I'll let the Vatican know that my good friend Kino has died due to unnatural, unholy causes. Dude, they literally abandoned the place. They didn't even try because back in the early 1700s, a dude killed... No, it was way before then. Um, during the era of the Crusades, a dude killed over 10 people trying to open a gate to hell in the basement. Or not in the basement. Now, this is not the movie The Nun. The movie uh, the movie, The Nun, they did the same thing. Yeah. This is different. This is separate. This is not the same place. The Nun is a true movie as well, supposedly. I would never step foot in that place just because the movie. There's no movie on this place, thankfully. So I'm a little less freaked mm -hmm. out. You know, it's a big deal if they made a movie about it. Yeah. But the um, Crusaders, the church sent in people to kill the guy. Um, same thing with the nun. But the Crusaders, you know, they killed everybody. It was horrible. The Crusades were pointless, in my opinion. They were just, yeah. like, taking shit. We're gonna do it for God! Kills people. <laughs> Literally sent, like, ten-year-olds out to war. Yeah. There's been... There's been... There's been situations where actual war, like holy wars, were done back in the day, back when, like, um, what was it? Back when, ah, oh, what the fuck is, what's it called? It starts with a B. Babylon, before the Babylon pyramid, the Babylon, the Tower of Babel, that's what it's called. Before the Tower of Babel was built, back when God still had a hand in situations, back when the Hebrews were still God's true people, stuff like that. Like, those are the original Christians, I think. Don't quote me on that. Um, there was a holy war that God, I don't know who the guy, the name was, the leader of his people, but he was going to war with another tribe or another kingdom purely because that kingdom was going to war with them just because they were Christian. They said, we hate Christians for some reason. So God told the leader, he said, stand on the highest mountain over the war that's going to happen. Hold your arms up. And as long as your arms are up, your people will not die and you will win. That battle went on for like two days and he, his arms got so tired that when his arms started falling down, his people actually started dying and they felt weak and they started coughing blood and stuff. So two of his disciples came up to him and held his arms up for him. They stopped dying, they felt stronger, and they won the war. That is in the Bible and I believe that one because, you know, it's in the Bible. I believe that is one of the real holy wars. Other ones like the Crusades and stuff, I don't really believe in them. No, I believe that was people manipulating the Bible because back then, you know, priests had the most power in the world because not everybody could read. So they would lie about oh, what true. was in the Bible for, you know, their own personal gain. <laughs> okay, maybe I might be wrong. I'm very open-minded, so whatever you tell me, I will take into consideration. I could be wrong then. 
well, you know, if it like we can read now, obviously, I'd, ho yeah. I'd hope, I'd hope, God. <laughs> but um, so now we can actually read this information and take, you know, take what we want out of it. Um, like when I, with the Bible for me, um, I personally, I take everything kind of with a grain of salt. I look at it more metaphorical than literal. It, I'm not gonna lie, it's got some pretty weird shit in it like stone people it does death and light people on fire you know that's a bit much yeah i mean I don't, I don't i don't question the big man upstairs so whatever he does is kind of like you do you my boy i'll just you know bow down listen stuff like that <laughs> i think yeah. that i think that things like demons and stuff they're more frequent and common with people who are not of sane mind like i am i was diagnosed when i was 12 with autism it was off spectrum so i could be high i could be low i don't know they don't know i also have diagnosed adhd and i've had a lot of paranormal experiences i've had dreams of stuff i'll get into that maybe later my girlfriend her dad is a diagnosed schizophrenic and she has moments where she she sees things that she knows isn't there and she wants to go get tested for schizophrenia or like whatever the psychological diagnosis is that they perform to see if you have it or not. She has, she, I think she has schizophrenia from the like situations we've been in where she, she were talking, she looks behind me and she goes, there's no one in the window. I look behind, there's no one in the window. And I'm like, babe, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, maybe, hell, maybe you, you never know, maybe, to have schizophrenia or that just be the demons following her from all the shit that she does true because i do believe demons and stuff sorry continue oh no 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 i don't mind i do believe that demons and unholy powers they do target people of weaker mind because they're easier to manipulate yeah i agree with that and i i believe that's why you know exorcists and things cannot have sex cannot they have to resist the temptation in this world because it makes their mind stronger. And if your mind is strong enough yeah. to resist human temptation, then it sure should, should be strong enough to keep a demon out. I, I can relate that to a bodybuilder. Strong enough to resist a, a donut, their body gets stronger. Yeah. Oh, God, I love food, though. That's the issue. I'm not going to lie. I do like donuts. Yeah, donuts, donuts be good sometimes. But Krispy Kreme... Oh, sorry. Krispy Kreme, exactly. Fuck. Krispy Kreme. <laughs> now I want a donut. All right, no more donut talk. Make me hungry. I apologize. You should. You really should. <laughs> I already had my share of toast today. Sunday's my cheat day. I already went over it. I had like pizza, soda, everything. I feel awful. Pizza. Oh, yeah. Pizza. I like how I had to think about what pizza was for a second. That's a little concerning. What's pizza? All I can think of are donuts. But you know, um, maybe demons present themselves in because a demon doesn't want you to know it's there. They can present yeah. themselves. I believe <clears throat> that they can present themselves in mental illness as well. Um, obviously, I do believe in real mental illness. Um, I sure hope I would. I sure hope everybody does. <clears throat> but I believe that <clears throat> they they present themselves in certain ways as, as that, like 
maybe schizophrenia, etc. Like my girlfriend's her her dad um, was not d didn't have disassociative DID, um, which is like fucking multiple personalities. Um, when he was small through his twenties and thirties until he started touching, you know, the pagan and Satanist and Wiccan and all that stuff. Sorry, was that? <laughs> what? I don't know if you cut out or you were like done talking. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm done, done. That's oh. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. never met personally someone with D. What was it called? DID, DND. D D D D DID. DID. I've never met someone with that. I think it'd be interesting because I've seen documentaries of people with it, and when they like transition or the next person takes over they kind of like put their head down and then look up and they're a completely different person and i do believe i do believe in mental illnesses and stuff like that and that's just like very i keep using the word it's so interesting to see that like there's multiple people living in your head rent free yeah rent free too just like my fyp on tiktok jesus <laughs> Today I saw a man cover himself in peanut butter and like start twerking. Oh my that god! Was a sight to see. <laughs> oh. Oh on the god. topic of, on the topic of girlfriends, my girl, um, her dad, she he this was a schizophrenic moment. He believes in things like aliens and portals and interdimensional stuff, but he's also Christian. I don't know how that works. Um. He said he was in the woods one time. He saw these groups of people in like, um, not group, group as in like four or five with black cloaks on in the middle of the night and black tipped hoods. Mm. And they were, and they were walking out into the woods. He was in, I think it was either Michigan or Oregon. I forgot which one she told me, but he was out there on a electrician trip because his job sent him out somewhere. And he saw these people in the woods walking and as soon as they like crossed by a tree that was in the way of his eyesight and them they disappeared one by one as they walked by that tree and then he just looked at him and was like i gotta get out of here he just ran <laughs> boy i gotta get out of here <laughs> yeah i don't blame him it's probably the good choice they might have sacrificed him maybe, maybe they were the kkk they could have been maybe it was like KKK inverse black hoods black hoods yeah maybe they're sacrificing the white people switching the yeah. switching the roles good heavens well you know I've seen crazier things heard of crazier things maybe not seen something that crazy not yet hopefully never I've had uh I've met a crazy person but I don't think it counts as holy because they were just on crack. It was a subway in New York. Do you, do you live in New York? No, I live in New Jersey. Ew. I know, I hate it here. God, that's disgusting. My, <laughs> um, one side of my family is from the Bronx. Um, my my grandfather Bronx. was a huge boxer back in the day and I had an uncle Uncle Louie, um, he was a hitman for the mob. He's dead now, Ooh. so I can tell you all these things. Um, he's been dead a couple years, fortunately. 
maybe not fortunately bless his soul yeah he's definitely not in heaven I'll tell you that but um pretty much what he'd do is the Bronx is a very Italian area and he would go around for nightclubs and and people that were on strike he'd kill them because the mafia the mob mafia Italian mob ran the nightclubs you know back in the day I'm sure they still do I who knows um and he he killed about 15 people moved out they moved him out all the way in the middle of Arizona nowhere with just enough money to live uh you know fine for the rest of his life and he never got caught he died out there grew old out there all that and he he would talk like this, you know, uh, where, where the fuck are you going? Uh, I the love those the accents, man. In my ear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was a uh, very interesting man. I love those old accents that are like, when you hear it, it's either goofy or you know someone means business. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would not want to be on the wrong side of him. I wouldn't. Yeah, I never met him, unfortunately, but, you know, um, I think I might have when I was much younger, but, uh, but yeah, you know, that was, that was Uncle Louie. No one really went out to visit him because no one was supposed to, um, and it was the same for all my family, you know, my uncle somehow makes, like, 15 million a year off of insurance, quote-unquote. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, and I've met him, he talks the exact same way. We were sitting in this restaurant. It turns out a few years later, I look up the restaurant. It got busted. It shut down now because the mob was laundering money through it. It was used as a laundering place. And he knew all the guys in there. And they kept joking like, oh, they're going to put you in the basement. And I'm, yeah, I was smiling and laughing. And all these years later, I realized I don't think they were joking. They're like, oh, the basement. Haha, no, the basement was hell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. that reminds me of this book I have. I gotta—I don't know if it's here. I have a—I have a small little. I love—I love literature. I have this small little library next to my desk. I gotta see if it's—I can see from here. No, it's not there. It's this book based around two people. It. This is related to what you said, by the way. This book based around two people. One is back in back in time. The other one's in the future in New York, but future as in like 1980s future. And the, that main character of that timeline is same one. He's a hitman. He's got that Joe Pesci accent. And he is just like sick and tired of everyone. He's really racist. And he just goes around and kills people because he just wants money. Someone gives him a job. All right, I'll do it. Goes, kills someone, comes back. He has his fucking head and puts, slams his head in the desk. His boss is like, here's your fucking money. No money. And the thing about that book is there's demonic hints in that book and it's apparently semi-based around a true story like one of the main characters who was back in the day is the writer dante but the guy in the future he's a hitman who apparently gets influenced by a bunch of demonic stuff blah 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 literature hmm hmm yes that is that is very interesting it's a very good book. If if I find it, I'll send you the name. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely do. I um, I haven't read a book in a good minute. Not especially a good book. I think the last book I read was um, I, you know, I don't even know. I think it was about. I, I think it was um, a Stephen King book. We do writer, classic. 
Yeah, yeah, it was a bunch of short stories. I could never finish one of his full books just because he'd, he'd take too long to set the mood for me. Um, you know, it'd be like 12 chapters before you got into something because the door slowly opens as the man creeps out. His beard is scrappy, you know, stuff like that. And I just, I can only handle so much of that. He inhales. He puts his left foot in front of him, then his right, then his <laughs> left again. He exhales. <laughs> exactly, and that's how he writes. That's why, you know, I'd always go with his short story books. It's not as bad. I want to say it's bad, it's just not my, not my cup of tea. What is your cup of tea? On book? Yeah. Um... I like horror, I guess. Um, I enjoy a good horror okay. book or, you know, sometimes sci-fi, but I, you know, I haven't read too many books in my day, unfortunately. I read a lot. Mm -hmm. I read a lot of, like, um, statistics, blogs, you know, stuff like that, but um, just never really books, I guess. Um, I don't, probably should read more. Might, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, might, might get back into it. Who knows, you know? Probably not, but, <laughs> but we'll see. Literature is definitely, like, literature is knowledge and knowledge is power. Literature is definitely key to a successful life. Yes, I do believe I feel as though. You know what else is key to a successful life? Having girlfriends who are crazy! Exactly, exactly. That is very accurate. So, I, I'd like yeah. to hear, you said you had a um, <clears throat> more paranormal encounter. You know, I'd, I'd like to hear... Oh. Yeah, um, I said it earlier about the dreams. I was going to get to it. I guess I'll get to it now. Um, it's a little bit of a... It's going to take like five minutes to really explain all of them because I had a series of three dreams and each dream came to me three days in a row over the course of two weeks. So the first dream I had happened three times. I woke up in a house that was like... I, I'll say it's Hawaii. And it was a small island and it had a big mountain in the middle of it and the houses were built around the base of the of the mountain the mountain was a volcano i would wake up look outside my window at the very bottom of the volcano where the water is like the shore there would be lava and the lava would slowly rise i would go downstairs wake up my parents they wouldn't wake up so i'd be like "Fuck it i'd run out the house run to the top of the mountain right before the lava hit the top of the mountain or the volcano Right as it touched my feet, I'd wake up. That happened three times in a row, three nights. On the third night, or the third time it happened, in the dream, I suddenly realized, oh shit, I'm having a lucid dream. I could do things. I looked up in the sky, I was like, what the hell do I do? And a giant voice boomed down at me, deep, powerful, it shook me. It was like, pray, and then I woke up fucking sweating. I started praying immediately. Two days later, I had another dream or a set of dreams that happened three days in a row. I woke up laying on my back with my hands crossed across my chest and I was in all white robes. And when I leaned up, I was in a big, nice flat plains field with tall grass, like cattails and tall lemongrass, stuff like that. And all around were these other people, like let's say like six foot, six foot five. They were dressed in white clothes too, maybe like 20, 30 feet spread apart from each other. And they were just sitting with their heads down, praying. Uh, like uh, maybe like 30 meters away from me, there was a, uh, 
Do you know what a bonsai tree is? Yeah. There was a bonsai tree, but it was huge. And under it, there were these three people. One was dressed in purple, one was dressed in white, one was dressed in red, I believe. And they were huge. They were like 10, 12 feet tall. And they were all praying. They were standing side by side praying. And I went up to them and I looked up to the one in purple, I think. I tucked in his robe. I was like, hey, what do I do? He looked down at me. He was like, pray. So I was like, okay. Sat on my knees, started praying. I woke up. Happened three times in a row. No changes. The third dream was probably the scariest. I, um, I, you know, those like really, really small, thin, um, alleyways in Italy, like the roads are like stone and up there's like really, there's clotheslines and there's like Victorian style homes. Yeah. I was, I woke up standing in one of those alleyways and I would look up at the clotheslines and they were filled with clothes, like colorful, beautiful clothes. And as I was walking down the alleyway, one by one, the clothes would fall. And then they fell more until like the clothes were falling everywhere. There was a lot of clothes. Then the clothes turned into fireballs and they started destroying everything. And right before one hit me, I'd wake up. No change in that one three times in a row. I went to my past, that's all the dreams that happened. First one was terrifying, told me to pray. Second one was very peaceful, told me to pray third one everything was destroyed with fire uh i went to my pastor my pastor ruben he is family like literally he's my bloodline he, i love him to death the nicest guy i'll ever meet he donates money to poor people 90 percent of his income he said he don't he didn't he didn't tell me his wife told me he donates like 90 percent of his income to poor people he lives in like this really really small house with his wife and most of the house income comes from his wife I told him about my dreams and he told me, he was like, God showed you the end of the world and God showed you the, like the key to being part of the rapture, which is going up to heaven. Pray and pray before you die. And I was like, huh. Now the funny thing is, when I was a baby, baby as in like six or seven, or the earliest age that you can have a full conversation with an adult, I woke up and went to my mom. I was like, mom, mommy, mom. She was like, well, what's up? I said, I had a dream. She goes, what? I said, I had a dream about a big chieftain in the sky raining fire on everyone. And immediately she sat up. She was like, what? And this was before I, I started going to church, before I even knew about God, before anything. And she immediately called Pastor Reuben. And he told her, God just sent a dream to your son. And those are all my, I guess, profity visions I've ever had in my life. Oh, oh dear. That's a little scary. <laughs> oh my. I don't know how I would handle that. Well, um, did... Do you think any of that's gonna happen soon? Uh, well, the first time it happened when I was like, you know, five, six, seven, whatever. The that was when I first had the the dream, the vision about the big chieftain in the sky raining fire. The second time it happened, I was sixteen. I'm eighteen right now. Okay. It could be soon. I'm not gonna lie. I sure hope not. 
Sure. I don't either. I'm sure hope not. <laughs> I really sure hope not. <laughs> I feel like the end of everything is gonna be. <clears throat> I, I feel like it's gonna be more. I feel like the way it's gonna be shown is like everybody nuking each other or something like that because that you know kind of symbolizes your dream fire raining from the sky yeah um because i feel I, like he's not going to show himself because he still wants to see who has faith yeah i always thought it was going to be a meteor shower like a big meteor that destroyed everything like dinosaur style extinction yeah that's honestly that's a little more scary yeah i feel like that's not immediate death you know that's just painful because if yeah. you get nuked you're dead like that you know i mean mm -hmm. if you get fucked with meteors you, you know it's <laughs> only like two-thirds of us are gone and then the rest that kill probably kill each other out or more meteors that come maybe i was also thinking maybe a solar flare that get that extends too far breaks through our ozone layer god you know you're stressing me out here there's so many ways uh, hey what's going on guys my name is sam <laughs> yeah sam sam here's really debbie downer <laughs> jesus <laughs> hey i'm a i'm a i'm a i'm a very positive person when you get to know me i love talking to people i love being happy i just i've had a few visions that's all yeah I'm, sam is one of two things magical godson or batshit crazy maybe maybe <laughs> i'm just joking i'm joking no worries <laughs> no worries maybe a little bit crazy but i think everyone is a little crazy you know that's what makes people I, people i think that's key to making a good personality a little bit of crazy because like you don't want to hang out with someone who's like yo you want to go party and then they're like nah i want to stay home and watch tv now you gotta have that crazy in them that said like yeah let's go to the party yeah let's go do cocaine and heroin and maybe not that crazy <laughs> man one time <laughs> um not too long ago i got way 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 too drunk drunk and i mean like a skunk you know i was Jeez. i was not okay next thing i know i wake up bald so that's you know that's great i had like the, oh my god you know the 80s rock and roll hair going and i loved it but it's all gone now because my whole family they're all cholos so they're all bald all the guys are bald you know yeah and they're like simone you want to be like us you're and she's like uh my tia she's fucking because she was the one shaving my shit she's like would you let me shave your shit I'm like, no, then she throat punches me into a pool. I get up back up. I didn't spill the <laughs> thank God. I get back up. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you can shoot my head. And so she sits me down. I'm like, I need another shot of Patron for this. I take another shot. Lights out. No more memory. I do remember, like, well, no, memory. I, I do remember, but it's a little fuzzy. Well, no, I just remember being real goofy. And, um, like, we fucking, she's shaving it. And I'm like yelling because um, in, in Hispanic culture, we celebrate, you know, when someone dies. Not because yeah. we're glad they're dead. We want to believe like. Celebrate the passage remember. of life. Yes. Um, 
<clears throat> so we throw this huge party with like a fucking 100 people. You know, it's always a great time when somebody dies. I know that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh my um, God. I was the life of the party that day, I guess. Everyone was gathered around me and she stands back. She's like, damn, I fucked you up, fool. You looking like a kid from St. <laughs> <Saint> Jude. <laughs> Oh my god, but oh my I look god, good. Bro. I look good now. I had to go when I woke up, I had to go to the fucking barber to get it fixed. This was I wake up and I I literally apparently they have videos of me being like, I'ma get in a baby crib. And I tried to climb into a baby's crib and I'm like six three. So that was great. They had to like pull me out of the baby crib. Oh my god. <laughs> Fun times. I love my I love my family, man. I'm also Latin. I'm Puerto Rican Dominican. I love my family. It's a we have the same kind of um not ritual, same celebration when someone dies. We all get together, we have a speech about them, and then we go fucking party. We get a whole giant pig, put them in a roast box, we dance, sing songs, there's a fire, we all drink not all of us, we drink beer. Yeah. yeah. This is what it's about. I tried to throw one of the kids in the pool, and he threw me in the pool. He was like 10. I was... <laughs> strong I, baby. Yeah, strong baby, exactly. Because me and my cousin are both boxers, and he's like, you go that way, I go this way, because the pool is like around, and we live in San Diego, so it's pretty ghetto, you know, It's but it's, it's you know, and yeah. we flank, and there's a cop just standing there watching us stumble around and he's losing it laughing and um and yeah you know i think we're we're very similar in that way you know uh very similar cultures i suppose but yeah mm. there's there's some relations to cultures like uh what are you if you don't mind me asking no oh, i'm uh, mexican mexican yes i was gonna say that but i didn't want to offend you um i feel like there's <laughs> a lot there's a lot of similarities between Mexican, Guatemalan, Portuguese, um, just like down uh, down south on the south uh, continent. I'm not gonna say that they're all similar because obviously they're not. They all have different cultures. They're all beautiful people, but there's a lot of similarities. Like the Puerto Ricans and Dominicans, they're right next to each other and they hate each other. I was talking to a Dominican and I was like, "What would you say is the difference between you and a Puerto Rican?" And they were like, "Man, Dominicans got rice." beans boy guisado i was like puerto ricans also have that they're like we have a culture we love our we love our rice we love our family i was like we also have that and <laughs> everything was just like hmm and apparently the beef between them came like back in the day when the haitians enslaved i don't know if the haitians enslaved the puerto ricans or the dominicans but the haitians enslaved one of them and the other when the ones who were enslaved tried to cross the other one was like no you can't cross and then they started fighting and i think that's when the original beef came from but Everyone has their own idea behind what happened, and that's mine. But I feel like they're very similar, the two, uh, a lot of cultures, Mexicans and the uh, connecting countries down under it. Yeah, I think, I think all, the one thing that all Hispanic countries have that are always similar is very family oriented. We are all, yes. all about our family. Um, all about the fucking family. The life is family to me. Um, certain family members. Uh, there's a few that aren't good, but 
you know, that's every family, no matter what family's family, you know, um, to an extent, you know, of but, course. um, yeah, you know, I think we're all very family oriented. I'm not going to lie. I do claim, not claim. I do hang out around my Dominican side more than my Puerto Rican side, only because my Puerto Rican side has a lot of crazy people. Yeah. Yeah. See, you kind of get what I mean recently. Yeah, my, my abuelita, she won't even, like, hug me or anything, no, I'm fucking... Whole lot of shit, whole lot of drama with them Latinas, you know, you know how it is. <laughs> yes. Yeah. God. I'm because... not gonna say... Oh. What? No, go ahead. I was gonna say, I'm not gonna say a whole lot about, um, Mexican people, because obviously I've, I've only dated a Mexican girl, and that's pretty much my entire... Um, contact I've ever had with the Mexican community they from my understanding they are a little like crazy yeah yeah I was I went over to her I went over to her house and they said would you like some food I was like of course and I understand that it doesn't matter what you are it doesn't matter if you're from the Latin areas if you if you don't accept food you're, you're there's something wrong with you so I was like yeah. of course I was hungry I was hungry anyway I was like yeah let me get some food and they served me this beautiful plate and the grandma made it. I was like, gracias, senorita. She was like, no problem. And as I was eating, my, my ex, who was my girlfriend at the time, she was like, by the way, check the food. I was like, why? What's up? She goes, are there any, like, long sticks of herbs or whatever? I was like, no. She goes, okay, good. They always practice brujería around my boyfriends to get, to, to get them to stay with me. I'm like, what? No. Okay. I'm like, okay. And then, like, a week later... Some happened. We just ended up breaking up, and I was like, "Might have been a blessing." Yeah, that's a little bit weird. I that oh, that is just her. I promise. That is strange. We're usually nice and welcoming, not. Yeah, that's why. That's that was my only contact. I that does not sum up everyone. I love the Mexican family, the Mexican community. I love all the communities. That was just my only contact with them, and it was just like, huh. I do. Unfortunately, I believe we're going to have to cut a little bit early. Sister needs me to take her to the mechanic to get her car. Although, Sam, I'd, I would love to have you on the show again. Um, I would love to be did, on again. Did great. Did beautifully. Um, if there's anything else, you know, you would like to say to everybody, um, you know, now is the time. I would like to say, uh, could I plug myself? Of course. J-J-A-Y dot the sock, D-A-S-O-C-K on Instagram. That is my main link to it is my podcast Instagram that I will soon be starting. This is my first exposure ever. I love podcasting. And I love you all. Bye -bye. Yeah, we love you too. You know, uh, God bless. Thank you for coming on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, again, would love to thank you all for all the support, views, love from you all. Love to you guys. Um, I hope you have a great rest of your afternoon. Thank you for tuning into the show. Do not forget to uh, show your families, friends, everybody that you know the show. Um, everyone is welcome here as long as they're not stupid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> other than that, thanks, everybody. Thanks, Sam, for coming on the show today. And yeah, again, this is the midnight. Have a great afternoon.